Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jesse DePlanis. And I'm Kathy DePlanis, and we're both so happy that you're joining us for our boardroom chat again today. I tell you what, God is going to do some great and mighty things, and I believe some information will be given to you that you can use not only today, but for the rest of your life. Amen. And share this with somebody, because yeah. there's other people that need to hear what we're going to say today, because it's going to be spirit-led, and their li your lives will be changed. H how do they share it? They, uh, they put a little thumbs up or share it on, they know. Uh, I'm going to have to show you that. Uh, you have to show me. I know nothing about that. You share it? Uh, you, well, thumbs up is you like it, and okay. then you could press a little button and share it with the people that follow you. You don't have to hit a bell? I know very, I know just a little, I know more than you, but I don't know at all. <laughs> but you know what to do. Praise the Lord. I hope. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. I want to deal with something I think you're going to really enjoy today because uh, you don't realize how much power that God has given us. And, you know, a lot of times people think God should do this when that's not God's job. Mm. It's your job. So if you go with me to the book of 1 John, chapter 5, I want to read something. And John, uh, the, he, he, he was the oldest living apostle. He lived longer than any of them. Yes. And he had such an anointing in his life, they tried to boil him in oil. And I think oil boils at about 400 degrees, but he was hotter than the oil. <laughs> And they couldn't do it. So they, they put him on the Isle of Patmos to try to shut his mouth. And he wrote epistles and things of that. And they said they definitely didn't have a lot of sense. He threw the apostle Paul in jail. And that gave time for Paul to write letters to the churches yeah. and all those different things. So if you go to 1 John chapter 5, I want to I talk about this right here. And, and I want to read verse 18. Then I want you to read that in the Amplified. Okay. It says this in verse John chapter 5. I believe it's verse uh, 18. Well, let, let me read something else first. I want to go. No, I'm going to go back to that. I'm, I'm going to stay with that because, man, I can could, I could, I can go 47 go different directions here. Yeah, so if I don't watch myself. I understand. Okay. Uh, verse 18. The Bible said, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. Now, if you just leave it like that in the old King James, it means that it doesn't practice sin. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one toucheth him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Now, would you read verse 18 and 19 and Amplified, then I'm going to start. Okay, it says, We know absolutely that anyone born of God does not deliberately and knowingly practice committing sin, but the one who has, was begotten of God carefully watches over and protects him, Christ's divine presence within him, preserves him against the evil, and the wicked one does not lay hold, get a grip on him, or touch him. We know positively that we are of God, and the whole world around us is under the power mm. of the evil one. Now, do you have another translation on your phone, maybe of the Passion Translation or something I, like that? If someone would get me my phone, Can, I would Yeah, anybody got I that? I don't I, have it with me, because sometimes okay. when I get it, I'm distracted. I understand. Okay, I want to get to two words in the Old King James Version that I really believe that you need to understand. Now, Kathy, go ahead, look that up in the Passion before I get into this. Okay. Now, I want you to understand this because, you know, people ask me all the time, well, I've been questioning a lot about my sinning. They said, it seems like Brother Jesse don't have a problem with sin. I don't. Sin has a problem with me. What? In other words, the Bible said that for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ, Jesus has set me free. I know that free from the law of sin and death. I think we talked about that last week or week before or something like that. One of these are boardroom chats. So I'm free from that. So why should I struggle with it if I'm free from it? Mm -hmm. Which means if I'm struggling with it, then I'm still in bondage to it. Right. You know, like chains or something. Now I want you have Do that you in want the past? to read it? Or you want me to no, read you go ahead and read it. Uh, I, uh, want, I want verse John, 18 and 19. First John 5, 18 in the and Message Bible. Did you want Passion me the Message? Go, let me read Message first. The Message says, We know that none of the God-begotten, makes a practice of sin, fatal sin. That's what I thought. The God begotten or the God protected, the evil one can't lay a hand on them. Right. We know that we are held firmly by God. It is only the people of the world who continue in the grip of the evil one. Okay, do you have it in the Passion Translation? I do. I got it. The whole... That's what's good about these phones, man. You can, you can carry a whole world in your phone, you know. <laughs> Let me go to that okay. one. Okay. I got so many. Right. Hang on, because I want to get into this. You're going to enjoy this in just a minute. So far, I like the King James Version translation better, and you'll see it in just a minute. Go Passage ahead. translation says, We are convinced that everyone fathered by God does not make sinning a way of life, because the Son of God protects the child of God, and the mm -hmm. evil one cannot touch him. Okay. 
We know that we are God's children and that the whole world lies under the misery and influence of the evil one. Okay. Now I'm going to read uh, 18 and 19 again to King James. And it says this. We know that whosoever is born of God, I mean he's born again, sinneth not, or doesn't practice sin. But he that is begotten of God, and this is the two words I want to talk about, keepeth himself. Mm-hmm. Keepeth himself. The reason why I don't sin every day, and I've heard that all my life. You know, you got to sin every day. That's a lie. That is a religious lie. We have all sinned. Mm-hmm. All of us, we have all sinned, but we're not all sinners. Yeah. And the reason why is I keepeth myself. And because I keepeth myself, the wicked one toucheth me not. Right. Now, people ask me, say, that seems like everything Jesse the Planets does or Kathy does, just prospers. And the reason for it is not because we have more faith than you, because I don't believe we do. I always said this, we might have a little more obedience. I don't think we have any more faith or that we're better off or we had a higher status in God. Mm-hmm. That's not true neither because the Bible said he's no respecter of person. But the words keepeth himself. We keep ourselves. Mm-hmm. I, you keep it yourself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. So in other words, when you keep yourself, the wicked one will try to get to you, but he can't touch you because not only is God keeping you because you're born of him and you're not practicing sin, right, right. but you also have the ability to keep it yourself. Right. Okay, how many times have you seen people lose weight? They might use that uh, system, and I heard that was real good. I had a friend of mine who lost a bunch of weight, and he said, and all you got to do is eat the food. If you eat the food, you lose weight. And there's several of them. I heard him say that. But then uh, about a year later, I saw him, and he had gained his weight back. Mm. And he said, and he, he didn't cut Nutrisystem or anything like that. He says, I said, he said, I just can't understand why I gained that weight back. I said, you didn't keep it yourself. <laughs> You didn't keep it yourself. Right. You see, in other words, if you do the program, the program's going to work. Yeah. All diets work. But what you, the reason why you got fat is because you went back to that same original thing that made you fat. You yeah. see, I'm using that can as an example. No, no, no. <laughs> That's why I want to say that so people can understand what I'm talking no, about. I love he that. keepeth it's himself. A perfect example. Yeah, it truly he keepeth is. himself, and the wicked one touches him not. So people think, well, my God, you know, God, I just got special favor. I, I walk in divine favor, and so do you. But I keepeth myself. I have many opportunities to sin. I have many opportunities to do things. I just don't take them. Yeah. Why? Because why should I? Because I'm born of God. Right. See. You can say no. I remember years ago when Ronald Reagan uh, was the president. That's way back there. His wife, what was her name? Nancy. Nancy. And uh, she, she had a drug program. She said, just say no. Yeah, I don't know a, if you remember program that. against drugs. Against the drugs. You know, just say no. And, and people thought that was so simple. But really, that is really true. Mm-hmm. Just say no. Or keepeth yourself. Right. And the wicked one toucheth him not. Yeah, and I think, Jesse, the key to... Uh, this whole concept is that, and because a lot of people know they can't do it on their own. They couldn't do it before they came to Jesus. So you won't be able to do it on your own after no. you come to Jesus. The, the Amplified said it this way. It says that Christ's divine presence within him preser- preserves him against right. everyone. So it's, it's us connecting with the with God right. and with the Holy Jesus Sp- and recognizing the Holy Spirit within us. Because you think about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. One of those is self-control. That's right. That's right. Keep yourself. Yeah, keepeth himself. See, the Holy Spirit preserves you. So you could say the Holy Spirit is a preservative. Mm -hmm. See, it keeps you. But you have to keep yourself. You see, when you keepeth yourself, the wicked one touches you not. He's trying to touch you, but he can't. But it's so important that we, we recognize that God himself is within us, but he also wants us to surround ourselves with people of like precious faith. Amen. And I'm going back to your diet analogy is that I know people that are on a you, diet you, you, now. I can tell you don't like that word diet, <laughs> that diet analogy. I'm, I'm going to give you a good point. Right okay, there, go ahead. The go good ahead. part about it, I know people that are on a diet and they surround themselves with other people that are also on a similar diet and they're always sending themselves encouraging messages right. and they look out for each other. And that's how it is in the body of Christ in a local church. That's why it's so important to have people of like precious faith around you to help you, to yeah. strengthen you when the battle comes, because all of us face battles at one time or another. But we can rest yeah. assured in knowing that the Holy Spirit is within us, Christ is within us, and he surrounds us with other people 
of like precious faith that will help us encourage us. And that's what this boardroom chat's all about. Amen. Every single week we come here to encourage you, Amen. to lift you up, to, to keep let you, you realize that you're not alone. Not only do you have the Holy Spirit, but you have us praying with you and other people Amen. all over the world that comment. Hope you're commenting. Every day. Every we day. Pray we have them. people, we have some testimonies. We read people that have watched different posts that we've done. Amen. And uh, they're watching this and they're getting changed. Their lives are being transformed. The reason why we've never had a scandal in this ministry is because we keep up ourselves. We haven't had a sexual scandal. We haven't had a financial scandal. That is, some people have said some awful lies about us. Like years, a couple of three or four years ago, they said I owned four jets. It was all over the world, which was a lie, you know. And uh, you know, they, and we proved it to them, but they didn't care, you know. Whatever. We just kept ourselves. We could have sued them for a hundred million dollars, and our lawyer said we would have won. They would have appealed, but it don't make no difference. They said we're gonna get forty million, and you're gonna get sixty million, and then lawyers wanted that money. And I said no, I'm gonna keep it myself, and, 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 and they just couldn't get over that. See, uh, yeah, but you could do that. Well, I could. That's not the issue. But they're not my source, you see. God is my source. So when I keepeth myself, the wicked one touches me. Now, see, have you ever saw me sad, sick, broke, disgusted, despondent, discouraged? No. Why is that? I keepeth myself. Well, I remember when the whole thing happened. You sought the Lord and said, Lord, mm -hmm. in fact, that's what happened. Before yeah. you pray, you should seek the Lord right. so he could show you how to pray. I remember that when that happened, you said, Lord, what are we going to do about this? And you said, you're going to kill it with joy. Yeah, and I asked the Lord, well, how do you like me to handle this? He said, you'll kill it with joy. The joy right. of the Lord is your strength. Now, you see, when you keep it yourself, my father, who is now in heaven, been in heaven quite a few years now, always was kind of chunky. He was kind of, let's go back to the diet thing. He was chunky. And now I say, my, his doctor would say, now, Mr. Paul, his name was Paul the Planet. Mr. Paul, you need to lose a little weight. And he had the greatest outlook on life. He made it almost to 89, ate anything he wanted. He didn't care about cholesterol. He didn't care about any of that stuff. He going to eat what he want. And he told that doctor, he said, Doc, I'm going to eat what I want. I don't care about my fat. I'm going to lose all the weight I'm ever going to lose when I die. <laughs> You know what? I think he ate fried chicken the day he died. <laughs> he can't. Almost 89. I mean, and we had a happy life. But the reason why, he always talked about it. He said, I'll live as long as I want to live. See, he kept himself in his way of thinking about his life. Death and life in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall yeah. eat the fruit. I remember, I remember the, the funeral, if you don't mind talking about that for oh, a moment. That was such my, an my unusual thing. We went to the uh, funeral home, and there was his dad in the casket, and he had a a framed picture sitting right there by his no, a head. A framed inscription. Uh, something that he hand wrote on a letter, loose leaf paper, little, the little holes are there. And she, and, and the. Uh, and his, Joyce his, framed his, it. His wife framed it, and it was a beautiful thing. Tell, tell me. Listen, what we didn't expect this, you know. Um, let me tell you about Louisiana. They're big into death, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're like, they, you know, they, they're really into the, into the funeral stuff, and really strong stuff. Well, you know, it's called the viewing, you know, the family, the viewing stuff like that. They open up the casket, and there's my dad like this, you know, how you. And there's this, about the size of this Bible, but from here to here. Now, here's his head, and there's this frame a thing. A frame with a... Which a no, and I went... Handwritten note handwritten, he says, from him. And he says this. It's his words. He says, hello, hello folks. folks. <laughs> this is not me. I have now went to heaven and enjoying myself. So I wanted to let you know that. And he gave scriptures about He said, these are the, the scriptures that the body is present to be with present the with the Lord. So... Have a nice day. <laughs> it's my witness. We just I looked at that. We bust out laughing, and we buried that thing in there, and we closed that casket. That sign that he wrote is in there. You see that? He I kept, wish that he kept I himself. I would have had that. Yeah. In well, fact, he wanted it. I, I guess he wanted it I in his casket. should have took a picture of it at yeah. least. But he said, so have a nice day. So we decided to have a nice day because Dad said, to have and a nice day. And that was so uplifting and encouraging to everyone that came to the funeral that day. Yeah, and people loved my dad. My dad was he a was pretty nice guy. He was always You could always find the bright side of yeah. things. Yeah, you keepeth yourself the wicked one, toucheth him. Now, let me read again. We know that whosoever is born of God or is born again does not practice sin, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and the wicked one toucheth him not. Now, but Jesse, that sounds good, and that's funny. I like the stories, but how do you do that? Hmm. How do you keep it yourself? Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. Galatians, Ephesians, that'll help you. That This is how you do this. This is very simple. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 says this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, not in yourself, 
Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might or his ability to do whatever he can do because that ability has been given to you. You see what I'm saying? Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, he gave you clothes to wear. Since everybody likes clothes, there is God's fashion. And this is his fashion. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. Watch this. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Mm-hmm. Which means if you've got the whole armor of God, you'll be able to keep it yourself. Mm-hmm. And the wicked one toucheth you not. Right. Yeah, but I'm young. I'm not old like you are, Brother Jesse. Let, let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something about young people. I'm going to tell you something about your parents. You may think they're stupid, but they know when you're dating, you fogged up the windows too. See, they fogged them up themselves, see. They ain't going to tell you that, but they did. <laughs> it just said, look at Kathy. She's freaking out right there. But that's I'm trying all right. to follow you here. I yeah. thought we were talking okay, about the armor. The wiles of the devil, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, t- I, had a, I had a young man, and he liked this girl, and, and it, it, it's getting a little hot and heavy. You understand what I'm saying? And the wind... The, the wind is a fog and all that kind of And he said, but just, how do you stop yourself? I said, right in the middle, just shut her down and speak in tongues. And I, I, it'll defrost the whole car. <laughs> the whole, he said, so really? And he, he loved this girl and wound up marrying her. And became his wife. And boy, I mean, it, it, you know, it, you know, it's it starting start to get away from you here. All of a sudden, he just stopped. Whoop, 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 <laughs> and all the fall, it's just so funny to me. I just roared when he told me. He said, the frost just went down off the thing like that. I said, well, that is keeping yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a funny thing, but he put, he actually proved, verse 10, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. Couldn't be it in himself. Yeah. And, and I, in the power of God's might. Right. You see? So that worked for him. Then he says, put on the whole armor of God. Watch this. Let me read it in the Amplified. Okay, let me finish the verse. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Go ahead and read that now, verse 10 and 11. Verse 10 and 11 says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Okay. Draw your strength from him, that strength which which his boundless might provides. Put on God's whole armor, the armor of a heavy armed soldier which God supplies that you may be able to may be able successfully to stand up against all the strategies Ah. and the deceits of the devil. Well, speaking in tongues was his strategy to cool the place off. You see what I'm saying? And he was successful. And was successful (laughs) at that. I know that sounds crazy but it worked. Now you see, so when you understand that, it talks about the different things that you put on the armor of God, the helmet of salvation. A lot of people are not walking around with a helmet, they're walking around with a cap. And usually got it sideways. <laughs> you know, it's funny how caps, man, I mean, it became a fashion thing. When I used to wear a cap, it was always this way, like a baseball player. But as the years went by, then all of a sudden you've seen catchers and baseball, they begin to turn the cap around. So then you had the back of the cap right here. And then some people begin to wear it sideways, all kinds of ways to wear it. I like to wear it on with my hair in a ponytail and then I pull my hair. Right, that right. That hole in the back yeah. gets my hair off my neck. I understand. On a hot day in Louisiana. Yeah. We used to ride motorcycles quite a bit. Boy, I had Kathy a had collection of ball caps. One with, some of them back then, it was the 80s. It was, had a lot of sequins on it. Oh, yeah, it was all kinds of stuff. One of them was like the American flag. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we watched that movie, Easy Rider, you know, <laughs> way back when. And Kathy would sit on that motorcycle, man, and she, she loved sitting on the back of that motorcycle, and the head is blowing in the breeze and all kinds of stuff. And it was just kind of funny, but it was really fun. And the reason for it, it's fun being saved if you know how to keep it yourself, mm-hmm. if you know how to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, you see, people say, but Jesse, don't seem to, you don't have any problem with the devil. Why? Because of the next verse, verse 12, for we wrestle not. Right. For we wrestle not. Uh, What part of that you don't understand? For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So I don't wrestle with my flesh. I tell my flesh, shut up. You're not going to do that today. You are not boss of me. I am boss of you. Now, What are you doing? First John 5. I'm keeping myself so the wicked one can't touch me. And if you know something about the devil, he doesn't touch your spirit. He can't handle that. So he tries to touch your flesh. He's not a faith devil, ladies and gentlemen. He's a flesh devil. He can only tempt you in the flesh. He's spiritually dead. For we wrestle not. People say, well, you don't get mad at people. Why should I? I wrestle not against flesh and blood. I know what's causing the problem, principalities and powers. These are different classifications of so devil. It's a different way to principalities go about it. Principalities and right. powers. And principalities work through personalities. 
That doesn't mean you're demon-possessed. I'm not saying that. But that's how they try to work through your personality by putting pressure on you. So I don't wrestle with those things. I don't wrestle with flesh, and I, and, and I know how to take, keep the devil away from me. Why? By keeping myself through the power that Christ gave me by getting me born again. That's why I tell people to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Now, some people don't believe in speaking in tongues. Why not? Well, let me help you. Why not? It's the only prayer you can pray that the devil don't know what you're saying. Because he's spiritually dead, and that's a spiritually live language. Don't try to figure that out in, in the mind. The mind can't handle that, you see, but your spirit can. Sure. Your soul or your mind, your will, and your emotion through, when it's transformed to the spirit, then it'll understand that. But until that time comes, you keep transforming instead of conforming. See what I'm saying? Right. Trans by, by the renewing of your soul, which is the mind, the will, and the emotion of man. So I don't wrestle with those things. Now, I, you remember when I first got saved, Brother Rayford, he was in heaven at first pastor. He was so worried about me because I was such a heavy drinker. I did a lot of drugs and I let and, Before and, and you drink got it. saved. Before I got saved. Now, I'm going to tell you BC. something. I mean, yeah, yeah, BC. It's all called Before Christ. <laughs> and what happened, I preferred booze over drugs. I just flat liked to drink. So he was just knew that if I got around somebody around booze, that I would fall. Mm -hmm. And I think we said at one of the boardroom checks, uh, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, new creature. with a new feature. Mm -hmm. I mean, we said that a few weeks back or whatever. Yeah. I said, and I said, but uh, old things have passed away. Yeah. You see, he was wrestling with something for me that he didn't well, he, he didn't need to wrestle he with. He cared for your soul. Oh, I understand that. He was just trying to help you. But in actuality, I had an under. I don't mean that private. I had a as a baby Christian, I understood that better than he did. I wasn't going by the experience. I was going by what the Word of God said. Right. See. I wrestle not against flesh and blood. So that doesn't mean my flesh didn't want to drink. I said, shut up. You're not doing that today. I mean, do you know what I did last night? You know, I've, been, I've really been trying to hold my weight down. And I walked by. I back walk on the weight again. Oh, yeah, back on that weight again. <laughs> praise the Lord. Just thought. Mm. But anyway, you know, anyway, I walked into the pantry. And man, Kathy got more stuff in there. You can shake a stick at. And, and do you know that candy bars have a voice? It went, hello. Can you see me? <laughs> I said, I see you. Well, go ahead and just have a bite. Do what Kathy does. Hide it. <laughs> Sorry, Kathy. <laughs> just, you know, one time. Telling all the me, I'm telling all the stuff. One time I couldn't believe it. we was on a diet on a motorcycle. And she said, we're not eating any sweet and stuff. And I was saying that for his sake because I didn't oh, have a diet. Yeah. I didn't have a weight problem at that oh, point. Yes. But he did. And so I was trying to help you. I was caring for your soul. Oh, no. You know, so. the Bible said all liars are going to have their partner like a fire. But anyway, so <laughs> I said, we cut the light. We go to sleep. And I was in a, one of those hotels right in Colorado. And I woke up, and that black place was pitch black dark in that room, you know. Mm -hmm. But I could see a little light under the bathroom door. Look, look at my finger. But this big. And I look and put my hand over on the other side, and she's not there. And I said, she up to something. <laughs> so I got up, I walked in, I opened that door, and that woman had a sneaker bar about that long. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, oh, you caught me. <laughs> and I said, you devil from hell. <laughs> but I did not take a bite of that snack. Well, see, that's okay. See, that's but I okay. could she, take one if I wanted and one. She, she keepeth herself. Yeah. She loves pralines. So what do y'all call them, pralines? Yeah. She would hide them in the bed. And I, I mean, I'm sleeping now here going... This is like 20 years ago. Yeah, but it don't make no difference. It's a good story. I hear, and I look at that, and she's got it in the bed. I thought, what are you doing, woman? Oh, I just didn't, oh, I didn't want you to know. Well, Have the, you repented over those, those things? No. <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't need to. I had I have freedom to eat candy. If eat if you want. I didn't have like a big weight problem. Now, today, if I did that, that would not be a smart thing, because I. Uh, that was in my earlier days when I was much thinner, my 40s. Then why do you have all that stuff in the Well, kitchen? now it's a little harder to keep the weight off. And why do you keep that temptation well, it, in I there? didn't buy it. You know, we sometimes we go speak at places and the people are so nice, they give us gift baskets full of all kind of nice Funny, things. Very well, nice. When they very come nice. back to the house, I separate them, put them into the, in the pantry in a little basket that's snacks. And, and that's for in case other people come over. They're not for you. I know. I don't eat them. <laughs> no, but you, we look at them and we, we're tempted. It is. See, but we keep with ourselves so the wicked one touches. What is the wicked one? Fat. You know, you know, that kind of stuff. Grabbing you and all that kind of stuff. Well, we try to discipline yeah. ourselves because we have a goal. We want to live to 100. See, we want to put on the whole 
my whole new suit. <laughs> you know, make sure like, the you know, armor fits. Yeah, huh? make sure the armor fits. Yeah, you know, trying to uh, get in no, there. We have and, we have a goal. We want to reach 120. So yes. that means we have to take care of our health. Right. Well, you and, know, I'm making this funny, but it's a serious thing. And I exercised this morning too. I just gotta I, say. I, I, I swear to God, a miracle took place. I'm on the treadmill. I'm sweating like a Missouri mule. But mule, Missouri mules can sweat. I don't boy. think you need a sweat to <laughs> and, work out. And she come walk. Oh yeah, yeah, Kathy. <laughs> she she works out like this. This is a cup of coffee and a donut. Okay, one hand and one donut. <laughs> she said, but my arms are getting stronger. <laughs> Praise God. But anyway, what happened was she come walking in. We have a little workout room in the house. And I said, she come walking in. She goes, I said, what are you doing? She said, I thought I'm going to do some stuff. I don't know that I did the stretches. And yeah. boy, she's up there. And she's, you know, she's doing all that kind of stuff. And I thought, well, man, she's doing good. She gets up, she looks at herself in the mirror and goes, I'm old. <laughs> supposed to tell that part. I said, no, you're not. My God, you're hey, in here. Uh, you're walking. Woman. Maybe take that microphone off of him just for a moment, just for a I little thought, while. I said, well, you know, it don't make no difference. Get out there, man. You know, get those things going. I've been an avid I mean work. Well, I work out all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, we keep with ourselves, and the wicked one don't touch us. And probably afterwards, she said, I'm not a wicked one, but I'm going to touch you. I'm going to knock your brains out, telling everybody that. But it's so funny, and I thought, Nah, I, I never think about her in terms of age. We just go do what we do. Yeah, as I often say, my weight is my business, but correct. not yours. So how much do you weigh? That's none of your business. <laughs> none of your I just thought I'd throw that in there see what's what. But anyway, look at some of the women. I can feel you. them in the camera going, not I'm as, in just hissing like a cat. You know? Not as much as you. Not, oh, not as much as me. But that's true. That's probably true. Hallelujah. <laughs> when you understand what John is saying. Now, why could John say that, Kathy? You don't think he kept himself... The devil trying to kill a man in a pot of boiling oil, and he's using it for a skin uh, to get moisturizing. Mm -hmm. You can boil this baby as hot as you want. I will not die. And he didn't. Think about that. Why? Because the, the wicked one could not touch him. That was in the physical realm. It's kind of like those Hebrew children. Remember when the, ah, God, the yeah. furnace was hit, lit, uh, yeah. intensified? Seven times seven hotter. Seven times hotter than that, and they pushed them into the... They fell that? in, and the ropes burned off. Who, what was their names? Abstract. Uh, uh, Mashak, Yoshak, and the Mungalow. I got all of my... What's the name? Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego. Meshach, and Abednego, yes. <laughs> you know, and uh, the, the Nebuchadnezzar, the, yeah. they, they would refuse to bow, and because they refused to bow, the king of that day, the people of that day put him in the fire. And, and what pit. burnt was the bondage. The ropes, the ropes fell off of them. And the people that threw him in died. Yes, and then they but looked in and they said, that didn't we put in three? And there's four in there, yeah. and one looks like the Son of God. So God was with those three Hebrew children, just like they were with John that day when they were torturing him. And God is with us every single day that we walk. See, if you don't bow, him, you don't burn. You don't burn. And that was, that was amazing what That's God was saying. See, I'm talking, see, there's so many wonderful examples. He keepeth himself. Watch this. I mean, they, they tried to kill Jesus. They couldn't. Jesus said, I, no man take my life from me. Yes. Who do you think you are? You think you can kill me? Your mama? You know, that kind of stuff. You know? He said, I laid down my life for your sake. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Well, now that's Jesus, but just, no, that's true. But all Jesus said, go do the work that I do. That's St. John 14, verse 12. And greater than these shall you do because I go to my Father. That's pretty good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. See, some of you have been wondering, oh, God, keep me, keep me, keep me. It ain't working because that's not God's job. That's your job to do that. It was God's job to save you, and he, he transformed your heart mm -hmm. and gave you a new spirit, housed in the soul and clothed in the body. Then he gave you the whole armor of God so that you don't have to wrestle with flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and all that. You know, you just tell them boys to take a hike. See, can I say this? This is not their world. This is ours. Adam, the first Adam, gave it over to them. But when Jesus came back, the second Adam, he brought it back to us. So right. it's ours. That's right. See, and you got to understand that. And what's yours, you have to protect. You know, uh, in, in July here, if you're watching this in another country, we celebrate a wonderful day called July 4th. Because on July 4th, 1776, we signed the Declaration of Independence. We declared us free from the nation of Britain. Right. And, and Britain was the most powerful empire of that day. And America didn't hardly have nothing. And we won that war. 
And let me tell you what, but you see, even though we declared it, we had to fight a war. Yeah, we declared Independence Day on that day, but that's the day the war began. And we started, we started this won. war. And we won that war. And, I, and, and, and nothing against the English people in any way, shape, or form. What I'm saying was we just wanted to be free. Free, uh, salvation's free, but it definitely isn't cheap. So I, I, I like yeah. to tell people that, you know, we have a free country, but it sure wasn't cheap. So right. many died on the battlefield. Yeah, I think their problem at that day was taxation without representation. representation. They needed to be represented. Right. And that's why we have like representatives that right. supposed to enforce the will of the people right. here in this nation. And what happened was, and, and, and I really believe that God built this United States of America. And it'll stay free as long as they keep God first in their lives. You see what I'm saying? But buddy, when you begin to say, well, you know, uh, we have to change with the times. No, the, no, 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 no. That's a, uh-uh. Now, I'm not talking about your looks and stuff. No, no. In other words, if it was good for God, it's good for you. And he's an eternal being, see? Mm -hmm. We stay close to him. This is more than religion. Right. You know, people say, you're a very religious man, aren't you, but Jesse? I said, I'm not religious at all. Religious people don't talk like I talk. No, no, I'm a born-again man. If you don't like the way you're born, try it again. It's better the second time around. Yeah. No, religious people, you know, uh-uh. Religious people, you know, uh, uh, you know they kind of like it. But when you're born again, you let your light so shine. Because why are you so happy? Well, I don't have sin, ropes, and chains on me. Mm -hmm. I have many opportunities to sin. Right. I just don't take any. And I, I'm going to shock you. I ain't, you know, I ain't the ugliest man in the world. I'm going to be almost 72 years old. I'll be 72 in, uh, on, on uh, July the 9th uh, of coming this year, and I still get hit on. Can you believe that? I just don't make no sense to me at all. I think... What's this stupid girl do? And, but I know what they think. They think, but he, he probably has some money. But no, I don't. She has it. It all belongs to her. You know what I'm saying? And it's just the dumbest thing we've, I've ever seen. I laugh at that. I, t I actually say it this way. Devil, that's all you got? Is that the best you can do? Well, son, you are certainly lacking. Because greater is he was in me than he was in the world. And there's also other things that stops me from that. What would I tell her? What would I tell my daughter? What would I tell my granddaughter? Something like that. But even worse than that, what would I tell God? Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like Joseph. Like a, he said, how can I do this great wickedness right. and sin against my God? Yeah, so back even then, before the Holy Spirit was in there, Joseph kept, it, he kept, kept himself. He did. Because of his relationship with God and his honor. In prison. While he was in prison. Even. So it didn't make no difference where he was. He knew, God said, if that boy go to prison, he went for 20 years, I'm going to prison too. See, God didn't get out of jail until Joseph got out of jail. Yeah. And he went from a prisoner to a prime minister. Right. Just that quick. And early in his life, I know y'all know the story of Joseph, what a beautiful life. Yeah, he had God. dreams and visions, things that he saw that God was going to do in his life. And, and the road that he took like, like it was totally the opposite oh, of yeah. that plan. But he just kept moving forward, kept yeah. doing the right thing. And his family didn't understand it. He was positioned by God strategically to save the world. Well, look about Jesus. His family didn't understand him neither. They came to take him home. They said he's lost his senses. You passed over that really great thing I just said. Say it he again. Was, <laughs> Joseph was strategically positioned by God okay. at that moment in time okay. to save the world. Okay, so say some more about it then. That, what does that mean to you? That's that means uh, we have been strategically, strategically placed in these boardroom God chats to a, help people. God has a plan, and he's using yes. people. But, I mean, all of it, of course, points to Jesus, and mm -hmm. Joseph was a type of Christ. And now because type Christ is in our life, mm -hmm. he strategically positions all of us to be a light for him to help the Those world. testimonies were strategically sent to us. Can I read some of them? Yes, if you can. <laughs> Think about that. They didn't just write them because they want to write them. They wrote them so you, they, you can be blessed. You may hear yourself in some of these. Go ahead, Kathy. Yeah. Uh, Francis says, good morning from the Philippines. Julie says, thank God so much for both of you in the ministry. I'm free because I came back to the Lord thanks to your teachings from JDM. Praise the Lord. I recommitted my life because I can finally know all the truth in the Bible by your ministry. Praise God. I've made Covenant Church my church. Amen and amen. And this is from Canada. What's her name, that lady from the Julie. Philippines? Julie. Julie. Uh -huh. Julie, can I say thank you for saying such a kind thing? And you know what? Um, we're going to continue to do that, Julie. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just say this. I trust you, Julie. You trust me. And both of us trust God. 
And what and about me? I'm like sitting the, right hey, here. Well, let's hold, it's let's, like I'm invisible. Okay, Kathy, you say it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we trust you. We trust the Lord. And we thank God for what he's doing in your Amen. life. Amen. See, Julie, just, when I say me, it's us. I like to keep us. it light sometimes. It gets so deep, you know. Oh, so. Listen to me deep, Lord. But that's <laughs> so a wonderful heavy. thing to say. Because, you see, I have a responsibility right. to keep it myself. We do. Each See? one of us. And because we kept ourselves yes. and we live for God, Julie came back. That's right. You and then Joni says this, I love y'all and have learned so much from the word of God. She used I the word y'all. Y'all. That's a southern girl. Possibly. Yes, y'all. I have listened to you and Kathy since, the, since early 2000. Praise the wow. Lord. Wow. And this one from Trish says, it was such a blessing to hear your message last Sunday, Brother Jesse. Thank you, Sister Kathy, for praying with my husband, son, and me. We learned so much from that message. You lifted our hearts after such a rough week traveling to New Orleans for my husband's new travel nurse contract. We found peace at Covenant Church that we never expected to find. Can't wait to come back. So people travel through sure. business or work or vacation or whether right. they stop in at Covenant Church, and this person was able to get blessed and uplifted, and I was able to pray with well, them. Well, a, a church is a school where you learn. Mm -hmm. Really, it's a buffet. And... You, and, and, and the minister has, and the ministers in the church need to put good food out there and so people could, they, they, so they can grow spiritually. You yeah. know, you can't grow physically unless you eat. Yeah. You have to eat something, see, what's the same way spiritually. Yeah, and every time when we meet and have this boardroom chat and all the different things that we post throughout the week, I think it's almost 300,000 different uh, engagements that we get Amen. through all the different platforms that we put out. It's really a lot of people the Lord. interacting with us, and we appreciate that. This one I want you to hear, too, from Tammy. It says, thank you for the message today. It was something I needed to hear because I've been in grief. Remember we talked about grief, grief last Grief, boy, time? I hate that I have stuff. been in grief since 2009, since my husband passed, but I'm letting it go now. Please Praise keep God. me in your prayers. Yeah. Thank you. What, what's her name? Her name is Tammy. Tammy? Mm -hmm. Tammy, I mean, Jesus bore that grief. See, see Satan right. want to use that to beat you up. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't have a right to that. Jesus bore and our grief and took our sorrow. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of medical doctors would tell me, you're not right. No, no, you're wrong, doctor. This is right. You see, that just changed that lady's life right there. See, one word from God can change your life. That's but see, right. when you don't know these things are for you, when you think that this is a historical book, well, it has history in it, but it's, not, it's a past book, it's a present book, and it's a future book. Actually, it's a person. Right, right. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Right. The Word was with God. So we're talking today about keeping yourself. Yes. And when she heard that message last week, she realized that we can resist things like grief that the enemy wants to torment us with. Yeah. Now, like we said last time, it, I think it was the last time, he mm -hmm. says, we said it's okay to mourn because even the nation of Israel mourned Moses for 30 days, I believe, and sometimes there's right. a mourning period. Right, sure. But that's different than this, than grief. this tormenting grief that Jesus mm -hmm. came to bear on, on the cross for us. It says resist the devil. It didn't say assist him. I hate to say this, but a lot of churches in the world are, assist, are assisting the devil right. instead of resisting. They say, well, you know, poverty is a blessing. Good. You don't lost your ever-loving mind. Poverty is a curse. Go to anywhere and you'll find everybody trying to get out of poverty. Mm -hmm. You see, it's a curse. So when you preach that stuff, you're assisting Satan instead of resisting Right, him. and I believe we all have a responsibility to learn what the Word of God says for ourselves. Amen. Instead of trusting what other people have said, right. look it up in the Bible. Yeah. You'll see it throughout the Word of God that God came to bless his people. He blessed and, Abraham. Yes, he's not looking blessed to put yeah. problems on us, poverty, no. grief, I mean, sickness, disease. He came that we might have a good knowledge. Jesus said this in John chapter 10, verse 10. I have come. He says, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And the Amplified says, to the full, till it overflows. That's a good God. That, that's, that's the kind a, of God we serve. That's better than good. That's great, see? So, you know, people get angry at me or Kathy because we believe in prosperity. No, what we believe is the Bible, which has prosperity in it. Not everybody gets angry, Jesse. We meet people that are so glad to hear the message because yeah. they said, oh, I thought I had to be poor to serve God. Remember that? It was a, uh, a wealthy person that we met that had a, a business. Yeah, he said and, he, didn't, and he didn't want to be a Christian because he didn't want to be poor. And it was such a deception by the devil. Well, to I keep shocked him and I said, well, well, you don't have to be poor. What? They said, really? Really? 
Isn't that sad? And I said, no. God, I mean, on your best day, you can't impress God with your money. Let me just say this. I don't know. Who's the guy that did Microsoft? What's his name? Bill Gates. And now he got a lot of money. What's the guy that owns Amazon? Bezos, I think. Uh, Elon Musk. You know, on their best day, put them all together. Put all the money together. Yeah. Get every hedge fund operator, every multi-billionaire. Put them all together. Gather it all. Put it all and just put it before God. And you think that's going to impress God? You're living in a dream world. That don't impress God. You know what impresses God? A humble heart, a humble spirit that reaches out to him. And if you're going to try to compete with God as far as riches, are uh, you walking on gold so pure that it's transparent that you can see through it? Do you have a city that's 1,500 miles around and 1,500 miles high, loaded with diamond, barrel, jasper, onyx, ruby? Do you have a planet called heaven and around it called, and in that planet, in that New Jerusalem, around it's called paradise? Uh-uh. Oh, can you fly? He's faster than flying. He says it he is. So let me just say this, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care how rich you become, you're not going to impress God with your wealth. You impress God with your obedience. If you want to please him, faith. Mm -hmm. Faith is a, God just loves faith. Right. And when you walk like that, he said it's impossible to please him that you use it. Spiritually, physically, and financially. That's why we talk faith so much, because we know it pleases him. Right. And you know, Jesse, I was just thinking when you were saying that, Heaven is such a beautiful place, and it was created for oh, yeah. mankind. Well, read it. It's in the book of Revelation. We're all going to go there one day, but... Satan was kicked out of there, kicked and out. because he was, I don't think he wants anybody to have anything like no. that, anything mm -hmm. good. So his assignment or his plan on the, on the earth is to pull as many people down, push them, yeah. control them, take from them, steal from them. Like Jesus yeah. said, I, he came to steal, kill, and to destroy, but he can't kill and he can't destroy until he steals. Right. And what does he steal? He steals God's promise. He steals the word out of your heart, and then he tries to put you down. But God wants us to, to rise up and receive what his word has said and believe him instead of the lie of the devil. Amen. That's, that's what, it's all, what it's all about. See, so when you understand, that's what John was saying, and those words ring across the pages of history. He said, keep it yourself. Mm -hmm. So I do that. So when sin tries to come at me, let me give you an example. When something tries to tempt me, the first thing that comes in my mind is, is not this, whoa, man, look at that. Whoa. I go, no, I keep it myself from that. Right. See, there are a lot of people. <laughs> let, let me make it more simple. Some of y'all, the reason why you hadn't got the COVID is because you have kept yourself. You barred yourself in your house. You weren't going nowhere. You weren't doing anything. And it worked, right? Well, I tell you what, you still could have walked out there with the whole armor of God on because the COVID can't get through the armor. If the COVID can't get through a mask, you certainly can't get through the armor of God. So that's why all you people that have been staying home, it's time for you now to get up and go back to your church. I know it's nice watching church in your pajamas. Just sitting there, Lord Jesus. But you see, that's not commitment. This is not commitment. Because let me tell you something. You know you can sleep better on a Sunday than any other day. A Sunday nap is better than any nap you ever had in your life. Notice your kids. Isn't that amazing? Your kids sleep. You got to knock them out to bed to get them up on Sunday. But Saturday morning, they're up at 5 o'clock in the morning with a bowl of cereal. Boy, they didn't want to watch cartoons or whatever. But Sunday, gone. Why? It's a rest day. But the Bible said, forsake not the assembling of yourselves. Okay, thank you, Father. Tithing. Oh, now they're going to they're freak over this. That's not in the New Testament. It's in the Bible. I mean, are you looking for things not to give? Or should, you should be looking for places to be a blessing. See? And what happens is God says, listen, when you put a seed in God's work, he, he, he's got on his mind, 30, 60, and 100 fold. See, not that he's trying to impress you, but he's the greatest farmer, and he can get the greatest harvest off of the smallest seed or the biggest seed. And it's his plan, part of his plan to see to it that you do get blessed. You know why Gabriel didn't fall? You why? know why Michael the archangel didn't fall? They kept themselves. They kept themselves. Right. 
Well, that's angels. Well, yeah, but do you know you're created on a higher level than the angels? That's right. You want me to prove that to you? What is man that thou art mindful of him? The son of man that thou, thou, thou visited him. Have you ever heard of God visiting an angel? No. Angels make appointments to seek the most high God, but God will visit you. He said, let us make man in our image. That's Genesis 1. Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Whoa. And I'm pretty sure angels said, what's a man? What is this new species made in the image and likeness of God? Now, you know what that means? That means the name of God is in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The name of God is on Gabriel, on Michael. The glory of God is on them, great, magnificent angels. But the name of God is in you. Good God, you're part of the family. Right. When we're born again, we're born in his image. Can I read it? Incorruptible seed. That's right. And I want to read, we've been in 1 John chapter 5 from the Uh beginning of this. I went back to that because 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4 says, for what? Let me get there. Hang on. 1 John chapter. I got it. It says why you can keep yourself. This is the beginning of that chapter. Okay. It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? So then when you, when you, when you, that's where you start. And because of that, he comes to live within you. His presence is there helping you to keep yourself. Amen. I'm going to say something going to shock you. I have a hard time saying it. I really do. I got to make myself. I have a hard time not to give. Why? Because whom the Son is set free is free indeed. So I'm not worried about sin, but sin is worried about me because I know how to stop it. And I'm bragging on that because Jesus gave us that power. How do you do it? She just read overcome the world. Mm-hmm. Even, this is the victory that overcometh the world. That's right. Even our faith. Victorious Maybe, maybe faith. next week we ought to do that, do that on a boardroom chat because my, that is some powerful things I there. think we've done one similar to similar this, to but that? there's so much depth in that. Oh, yeah. You, you know, you could hear the same message the all your Spirit. life and never get to the bottom of it mm-hmm. because God is just so big. See, that's why we do what we do. I, I'll say this. I'm so proud of this, and I'm very proud that we've never had a, a monetary uh, scandal. You know, a lot of people give to this ministry. Many of you may be partners. I said this on a television program not long ago. I said, you know why in 45 years of preaching that we've never had a financial deficit? I have to say it here. And you'll see it on the broadcast television. Because you see, my partners, people like you who give to this ministry, you trust me, I trust you, and both of us trust God. Let me say it again. You trust me, I trust you, and both of us trust God. That's why we've never had a financial deficit. You expect me to live clean, right? I do that. That is my responsibility to keep it myself. So the wicked one doesn't, and we do that. Why? Not so we can get your money. It's so we can please God to be a representative that the only Jesus some people may ever see is the Jesus in you or the Jesus in me. Let me tell you something about this ministry. It has the power of God on it. It has the anointing of an increase that will knock your socks off. It is on this ministry everywhere. You can't touch anything in this ministry that's not debt free. Go anywhere, touch any chair. You come to the camp, any building, it's completely debt free. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we don't like to give Satan money. Mm-hmm. Your money means a lot to you. So if you send $20 a month, you want the $20 a month to go in the world of evangelism. So that's what we do. We keep that all debt free. See? That's by keeping ourselves. I've had some people say, yeah, but you could go borrow the money. Well, not, I'm, I, I, but the Bible says, owe no man anything. Well, I know it said that, but it didn't really mean. They don't know it means what it says. It mean. I'm not saying it's a sin. What I'm saying is there's a better way. There's just a better way. And I feel that like there are a lot of people saying, well, how do I become a partner? Well, send something. It don't have to be big. It can be. I mean, right now, we believe in God for a $20 million donor, Catherine. How many people are going Believe God. Why? We got a $20 million project. I, I, I wish it was a $20 project. I wish it cost $20. I mean, you look at these cameras and these lights and stuff, and even this table. I mean, I paid more than I wanted to pay for it. I paid more than I wanted to pay for that camera that, that's showing my image. But you know what? Those people that made those cameras and these lights, that's what they do for a living, so they need their money. That's just common sense. You see what I'm saying? So thank you all that partner with this ministry. 
So how do I do that? Well, you can send a donation through PayPal, Jesse Plans Ministry, or you can go to JDM.org and hit the donate button. Or you can send an old-fashioned check to Jesse the Plans Ministry. Now, look at me. Don't get mad. Whoa, you don't have to cut me off. If you don't want to do that, don't. Don't. You don't have to. There ain't no pressure here, and there never will be, because I don't preach with my hands out. I preach with my hands up. My covenant is right here. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you trust me, I trust you, and we both trust God. Amen. And guess what? You blessed, I'm blessed, God's blessed right. because we keep ourselves. You got another testimony? I then we'll do go, have then some we'll great testimonies. People are right, have sent in testimonies okay. just saying where they're from. Montreal, Quebec, Trinidad and Tobago, Australia. Hello from Ireland. God bless you all. The Watching Quebec. from Quebec. Bahrain. I have never preached in Quebec. I want. What, what does the Quebec say? Angie says, I good, want to go to Quebec. good afternoon from Montreal, Quebec. Amen. Blessings for you both. Your teachings help greatly. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Watching from Bahrain. Aloha and good afternoon from Hawaii. Hawaii. And this one says, watching from Uganda. Greetings from South Korea. This one I wanted to read because you were just talking about being sowing and giving. Okay. Jeanette says, I tithe and give seeds, seed as well. This ministry is excellent soil. Amen. And then Charlotte says, amen. Every time I donate to JDM, God has financially blessed without it's, fail. I'm not just saying it. It's on us. It's just there. It just is. Jason says, love you guys. I listen to you all while, all while at work, driving all day. I need spiritual, physical, and financial prayers. Amen. We can believe then, God. This one goes on. Uh, says, thank you for your fruitful teaching for me for the past 16 years. I am grateful. May God bless you abundantly. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I believe we picked the right subject today. Mm -hmm. And this is the confidence that we have in him. I love that when John said that. I love it. And this is the confidence. Boy, I, I am that. totally confident in God that we know that whosoever is born of God, sinner not, but he that is begotten of God, keeping himself in the wicked one touching. And we know that we are of God. Mm -hmm. And the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God has come. This man, I mean... I can actually, when I read that, I, I've never heard the physical voice of the Apostle John, but I can almost hear it because it's coming from a heart of love. Yeah. Well, the boardroom chats we do is coming from a heart of love, and we thank each and every one of you for taking time out of your busy schedules to watch this. I hope you can share it with someone else. And keep yourself today. Yeah. Keep yourself forever. And guess what? Jesus is coming, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. They say he's not. Oh, yes, he is. Yes. He is coming. That's Mark right. my words. He is coming. <laughs> and I want all of you to go to heaven with us all. That's Why right. not? Let's all go as one big happy family and then start our eternal work. Think about that. We might even do boardroom chats with God <laughs> sitting right there. Wow. What will be the well, subject you know, today? Right, I believe he's right here now. I know us. he is. So, I mean, Anytime you difference? say the name of Jesus, angels are present. He's in our midst. It's our blessing. Touch so you. until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy said, thank you for viewing us and go all over and get on our uh, jdm.org, uh, what do they call that thing, a website and look around. There's all kinds of different things. Mm -hmm. And let me say this. I'd love you, uh, if I'm in a physical place or in your town, if you could come. We'd love to maybe meet you personally. It would be such a blessing of the Lord. And to all you that give to this ministry, thank you for being so kind. 100% is going into world evangelism. This is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you and we're going to pray for you right before we, 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 we leave this broadcast. Thank Father, Father, thank you today for Touch everyone that watched today. Yes, Heal Lord. their bodies if they need healing, yes, Lord. Lord. Save their souls if they need saving, Father. Bless them in the city, in the field, going in and thank going you, out. Lord. And let them know they have the power to keep it themselves. Yes, Lord. And Satan cannot touch them. Amen. Because that is thank the victory you. that overcometh the world, even, even our faith. faith. Thank you for all of them. Meet yes, all their Lord. needs according to your Amen. riches and glory. We decree and declare it today in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen and amen. amen. Until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you somewhere on social media or on <laughs> television or in person. See you later. Bye-bye.